Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And we have a special guest, part of the best clinical team today. The I'd best, like to welcome, right? yeah, yeah. The best. I'd like to welcome Paul Savard, physician welcome assistant. Paul. Say hi, Paul. Hi, everybody. How are we doing today? Good. Doing thanks good. for being on. Yeah, thanks for being here. So, um, you know, we want to answer the question. Sometimes patients go into a doctor's office and uh, they might be expecting to see the doctor walk through the door and it's somebody different. And they say, here's the PA. And who's that? Patients might not know who is <laughs> right. a PA and what do they do, Paul? What's a PA? We frequently have to explain that to yeah. uh, to, to people because yes, they're first off they're expecting to see the surgeon. Yep. But that's not how we kind of run things. Yeah. Um, but a physician assistant is a licensed uh, clinician who's gone through training uh, and pretty vigorous training, in fact. Mm-hmm. It um, is. Yeah. Basically, it's uh, it's. I would consider it four years of med school in about two and a half years. Wow, that's oh. intense. It's, it's it's pretty intense. Yeah. And then on top of the, the didactic area, we spend about 2,000 hours uh, doing clinical rotations. Okay. 2,000 hours divided wow. by 24 hours. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time. Yeah. And, yeah, by the time we get done and we, we graduate, uh, the first thing we do is sleep. Yeah, right. exactly. I bet. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so uh, – we kind of are the, I would call us the gatekeepers for the surgeons. Uh-huh. Uh, we see the patient first. We evaluate the patient, um, find out what exactly is going on. We do the necessary testing or imaging that's needed, um, and we set you up with a treatment plan. Yeah. So the treatment plans can be a number of things that that we do from injections to physical therapy with Oxford Physical Therapy. Yeah. Put a little plug in there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. We appreciate it. Matt will pay you later. Uh, Or or other things uh, involved with that. And then if all of that fails and it's decided, yeah, okay, now it's time to see the surgeon. We've tried everything we could, and now it's time to see the surgeon. Sure. So basically we see... Probably 80 to 90% of the patients that come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that does is it frees up the surgeon's time to do what he does best, sure. surgery. Exactly. Um, so that that's how things are, uh, are run here at Best Surgery and Therapies. And ultimately, the benefit then is to the patient, right? Because they're getting a more efficient pathway to the care they need. Yes. Uh, we spend a, a lot of time with the patient. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I like about best surgery and therapies is the fact that uh, the people here want you to spend time with the patient. Yeah, you're not a number. You're not a you know five minute you know in and out. Sure. You know, we want to spend time with you, get to know you, um, get to know what's going on, mm-hmm. and so that you feel comfortable with the decisions that are made and the choices that uh, that we provide for you. Yeah. So um, give us kind of a day in the life of or a week in the life of. Are you in the clinic seeing patients all the time? Or are you ever in the operating room? Tell us a little bit about kind of what your normal week or day looks like. 
So my normal day is uh, just strictly within the clinic. Okay. We have other uh, PAs here that will do surgeries. Mm-hmm. We have a nurse practitioner here that will jump in on surgeries and, yeah. uh, and does the clinic as well. Um, my normal day starts about 7.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. getting ready for patients uh, to come in. Um, I can see anywhere up to 20 or 30 patients a day. Okay. Uh, easily and giving them enough time, obviously, like I said, to talk and yeah. to figure out uh, what's going on. Um, usually, I'll get done about 5, 5.30. Okay. Uh, depending upon what I need to do as far as notes and, and things like that. Sure. And you mentioned injections. There's a couple different kind of injections that patients may get as part of a treatment depending on what they're doing. Right. So <clears throat> we have a few... Uh, injections that uh, are available to help patients out. Uh, the first one that many patients have heard about are cortisone injections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and those we like to save when you're really bad. Right. Yeah. When you're hurting so bad that you're like, you know what, I really can't do this anymore. Yeah. Uh, then we'll give you a cortisone injection, and that'll help calm down uh, the inflammation in whatever body part that we inject it into. Uh, and get you feeling better. Mm-hmm. Um, other injections that we have that are available for you are what's called PRP, mm-hmm. packed red plasma. And basically what we do is we take your blood, spin it down, get all that nice plasma in there, and then we inject that into the body part. Mm-hmm. Um, the most injected body part is the knee. Okay. And what that does is when the blood goes in there, it has all the, f- the healing factors that are in it. And it's kind of, because it's, quote, packed, mm-hmm. it's concentrated. Yeah. So we can get all of that into your knee without having too much discomfort from the amount that is put in your knee. Mm-hmm. Um, but what that does is it, it signals to your body that, hey, something is wrong inside this, uh, this joint. And it also sends healing factors uh, to to the knee, for example. Yeah. And that actually can help you to feel much better. Yeah. Because uh, it'll it'll take off the inflammation, and inflammation is what causes pain. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the other thing that we have is called hyaluronic acid injections. Okay. Um, hyaluronic acid injections are more like a lubricant for the knee. Um, and what we do, there's many, many different brands of that out there um, that we can use. But what that does is we inject it into your knee, and usually it'll last about six months. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, and that's a long time. W- w- which is pretty good. Some yeah. people it'll last a couple of years. I've even had one where the injection lasted 10 years oh, before well. you mm-hmm. had to come back. That's not the norm. Okay. Right? <laughs> the, the norm is six months to a year. Um, but what that does, it allows you more time uh, with your natural knee before you have to have it replaced. Yeah. And those are, um, there are some that are done in series where there might be like three or five. And I've heard, is there a newer kind that's like just a one injection treatment out there? Yes, there's, uh, and I can't give any names here. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But yeah, there's products that are uh, one injections. Yeah, um, those are usually thicker, uh-huh. and you get a little bit more volume. Um, that usually means that okay, it's a 
bit uncomfortable the first the yeah. first couple days. Yeah. Then after that, it, it's fine. Yeah. Um, there's others that are a series of three, um, and you come in for one injection for three weeks in a row, and that actually gives you more in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact you have to get poked three times. Yeah. Right. You right. Know, so if you don't mind getting poked, that that's a that's a good choice for you. Um, there are some that are five, but I don't think we do those anymore. Right, right. Okay. And so you're treating patients not only before maybe, you know, we're talking about build up to a potential surgery here, like I think we've been talking a lot about knee, but you might be the first face that they see in the office after their knee replacement or knee surgery, right? Usually I am the first person uh, that... W- you'll see yeah and the reason for that is usually we just find out how you're doing and we take remove the the sutures uh, if you have them or staples Mm -hmm. if you have them Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll just check and make sure you're doing okay typically when are patients coming back to see you after let's say a knee replacement usually it's two days okay oh wow okay yeah it's it's pretty quick because we want to make sure that everyone is doing well that they're uh, doing what they're supposed to be doing and, yep. and not overdoing it because yeah. they feel so good. Right. <laughs> um, there's, uh, we check also check for infection to make sure yeah. you're not getting an infection or anything like that. Also make sure that your pain is well controlled. Yeah. And then they might see you on some interval, maybe every, you know, number Usually of weeks we'll or something. Usually we'll alternate between the surgeons and uh, right. the PA. Okay. Fantastic. And how long after a knee replacement would you keep an eye on somebody? Are they seeing you for three months post-op, six months post-op, a year? Like, what's the longest out that you go? We usually go out to a year. Okay. Uh, sometimes we'll see you every year for two to three years, depending uh-huh. upon the situation. Yeah. Um, if, if it was a very difficult uh, knee surgery, which there's a very few anymore, yeah, uh, we'll follow you for a little bit longer. Okay. Uh, but for the most part, it's uh, we'll see you the first week we'll see you maybe the fourth week then six weeks then 12 weeks yeah something something similar to that then three months later yeah well uh we we have quite a few student listeners out mm-hmm. there so i like to give a special shout out to our our student listeners and our college students but i always like to include some some nuggets for them so Um, You know, we mentioned the training early on. Give everybody just a little bit of your background because somebody out there uh, might be thinking, uh, well, I was going to be a PT until I heard that guy Matt talk. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But uh, (laughs) so uh, if the students out there want to pursue a a PA degree or PA position, tell us a little bit about how you got here. Uh, I kind of came in a roundabout way. Okay. Uh, I was an athletic trainer Uh uh, first, and I did that. Oh, for about uh, for about a decade. Okay. And then decided to move in to become a PA. One of our team docs was a PA, uh-huh. uh, as well as uh, the regular team docs that were there. Yeah. And we just got to talking, and it it made for a better schedule for me. I was yeah. married, had kids. Sure. And being an athletic trainer, I spent a lot of nights w- and weekends. A lot of nights and weekends. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, up up at the school taking care of the kids. Sure. Uh, so I moved into that. Okay. Um, I already had a lot of my uh, prerequisites done for athletic training, so I didn't sure. have to take them over again. Um, and uh, I applied uh, at Kettering Medical Center for their program and uh-huh. was accepted. And 
That was it. Yeah. The crash course in two the, years. The, yeah, so, the crash course started. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Buckle your chin strap, huh? Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, it's a... Uh, and now we're here. Yeah, and now and now we're here. And did you ever think you'd be on a podcast? <laughs> Never thought I'd be on a podcast. <laughs> Look at where we are. <laughs> and so... Um, where do you see the future of Bess going? Because I know it's a pretty unique, um, like, clinic situation for our listeners that haven't seen the office. It's a little bit different looking. I mean, it's fantastic when you walk Brand in new, and see new. the waiting room. But mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, give us a little bit of an inside look at what's in the next horizon here. So, I think Best Surgery and Therapies will grow exponentially. Um, and it's the philosophy that we have here is that we treat you as a person. Yeah. We listen to you. Um, we understand where you're coming from. We try to help you uh, gauge your way through whatever injury or uh, condition that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just take our time with you. Yeah. Um, it's not like the typical office where, you know, you go in and you see them for five minutes and you get a bill for, right. you know, <laughs> who knows what. And you're like, I just saw them for five minutes. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, but we want to take our time with you, make sure that you understand your condition yeah. and what you can do to help yourself. Yeah. Well, I think patient education is key. And, you know, that's why we wanted to create this platform. And we appreciate you being here today yeah. to Thank educate you. people about PA and what it is and Next time, when, when they're in a room and uh, someone friendly like you walks right. in, they don't have to be worried, right? <laughs> they should never be worried. No white coat syndrome. We don't yeah. wear white coats. <laughs> <laughs> well, fantastic. Thanks a lot for being here today. Thank you for having yeah. me. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com, and you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms, and until next time, keep it moving!